Hello everyone, welcome to the Photopocene podcast with me, Josie Purcell. I love having the opportunity to speak with photo artists worldwide about eco-conscious photography and how the environment relates to their work. This time I'm joined by Susa Solero from Germany. We take a look at her work that highlights waste and littering, how it's good to not be pigeonholed to just one style, her work taken while on train rides and her love for minimalism and abstract forms. But there's so much more too, so keep listening to find out more from Susan. Well, I'm very excited this time on the Photo Posting podcast to be joined by a photographer who is based in Germany and she is Susa Solero. So welcome Susa, I'm really glad you're you're here. Well, thank you Josie for having me. No, absolutely my pleasure. I'm really looking forward to our, our chat as well. I'm really sort of interested in, in sort of what's motivating you to take photographs and particularly um, your photographs um, that you've been doing recently, um, which in English is I think called the garbage dump, but in German, and I'm so sorry, Susa, I'm going to say this so badly. <laughs> Daimel Deponi. <laughs> so so I'm so sorry for for um doing a disservice to your language, but no it's um, <laughs> that's one of the projects that we'll we'll talk about in in a little bit. Um, but yeah, where, where actually are you in Germany? Where are you based? Uh, it's close to Frankfurt. It's about 50 kilometers um, northeast from Frankfurt. Okay. I, I, I do need to visit. When I talk to people on the podcast, I, I love um, learning where everyone is from. And um, yeah, one day, hopefully, I will get to visit. That's um, good <laughs> so just just sort of um, your your journey then to photography, from my understanding, you actually, earlier in your your sort of career, you actually focused on sports and that was, that's was what, what you, what you did. So, um, and photography is something that you actually uh, came back to, I guess, a bit later in life. So, so what is your journey into photography then? How did you, how did you pick up a camera? Well, um, when I was a child, I just had a real simple camera to take pictures when I went on vacation with my parents and stuff. And later on, when I got older, the same thing. So I was not very much into photography. I always was in art when I was a child. When I was in school, I had uh, advanced art class in school when I finished my gymnasium. Um, but then um, sports came into my life and everything that's had to do with art kind of, you know, mm -hmm. back somewhere. And, um, and then to, I think it was 2015 uh, when I got uh, my first smartphone. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that was the moment actually when I started taking pictures. And this is what I mainly do still up to date. I mean, I have a pretty good camera, a Nikon, and I got uh, a Sony for Christmas last year for my boyfriend. But still, uh, most of my pictures I take with my smartphone. Absolutely. I think, um, I think certainly in the, you know, they, they're just wonderful 
um, cameras on on smartphones yeah. um, now. And I think there's the saying, um, you know, if people say, oh, what's your favourite camera? And it's almost a, well, it's the one that's in in my pocket or it's the yeah. one that has, yeah. So mobile phones, smartphones really, really have um, opened up, I think, a new world of, of photography as well. Um, and I'm I'm really fascinated. Um, I love using my own smartphone um, to create work. So really intrigued about about that. And I, I, again, I think rather than you having a sort of specific genre or topic that you like to photograph, um, you're quite inspired by um, something that might catch your eye or. Yeah is that is that sort of the thing that inspires you then to the yeah. moment yeah i would say so i mean there's definitely um nature that is a big inspiration for me but otherwise i would say anything that strikes me you know I, wherever i am in, in in a city or in the forest or at somebody's home or whatever there's something that kind of you know uh, tickles my eye mm -hmm. um, <laughs> gets my attention and then I take a picture off and I never know what it will be. Yes. Yeah. That must be quite exciting then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most of the time. Because <laughs> I never know what's going to come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> do you find yourself when you're working with um, your smartphone, do you prefer to do what people might call straight photography or do you like to um, play with apps and editing post-production? Rather the last one. I'm not a, a doc documentary photographer mm. at all. Um, I haven't found a, what you call it in English, a, a way to it yet, you know? Yeah. So I love editing and um, I do all my editing on the phone directly just with the pre-installed app by, yeah. by the uh, it's a Samsung, so by them. <laughs> and, uh, and then there's another um, app, it's called um, Snapseed. Yes, yes. Yeah. So those two I actually uh, use, and that's about it. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I'm also a fan of, of, of Snapseed. I think it's a, a really useful app for, yeah. for, for photographers to, to use. Um, yeah really creative and sort of adds that little extra elements um yeah. that you might sometimes want want to use so with um with your work then and i will come back to the the garbage dump that i mentioned earlier um because there's some really lovely photographs that you've taken i'd like to have a chat about but you've also i've also noticed on your website that you mentioned that you're really quite obsessed by well two other things which is train rides and also minimalism or abstract art so so what's the train ride one all about then um well i'm not really sure what the point is i just <laughs> love the situation sitting in a moving you know if it's a car or a train or whatever i mean when i drive myself of course i cannot do that but when yeah. I ride with somebody or I'm at, at, in a train or in a bus or so and um, taking a picture then and just I mean I'm not there's no influence from my side on it I just have to you know look look through the camera and and try to get a good picture um, in in a sense of that it's 
not all blurry, but sometimes even if it gets blurry, it's interesting. So it has yeah. to do with this with this mixture of motion and stillness, I think. And um, somehow a lot of good things came out of it. I mean, I went to Australia in 2017 and had a four hours um, train ride. And um, it was kind of, you know, not, not a fast train. So <laughs> I had a lot of time looking out of the, the window and took a lot of pictures and very interesting uh, mixture of stillness and, and moving parts came out of that. So, and I don't really know what's happening because I'm not a photographer at all. You know, I'm not a professional or, um, you know, don't know what on a technical side is happening. It's just intuition, so. Yes, no, I think that's a, a, a really great way to work. You know, what, what sort of moves you to take a, a photograph and what you see. Um, and then, then when you share it with others, they might see something different or new yeah. in that work. So it's really quite exciting as well. And yeah, you know, people can sometimes get a little bit maybe weighed down in the the technical side of things so it's um it's sometimes i think a, a refreshing way to work and and almost to let yourself go with the moment yeah exactly. i think that's what i mostly do <laughs> <laughs> i like that a, a more stressless life in a way maybe <laughs> yes i think so too yeah yeah much more and i am uh, I just uh, watched a documentary yesterday about the Biennale in 2016 in uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. Mm -hmm. And they said that the topic was the, the unexpected, the things you don't know yet what's going to happen. And I thought, well, this is exactly what I'm, I like about my work in photography, that I never know what's going to come out of it. And, you know... That's that's brilliant and I think you've described yourself as the um fictional character I'm not sure everyone will 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 know the name but hopefully um, many will is Pippi Longstocking yeah yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> so you like to create your own worlds and I think yes. you've used another um word and I'm so sorry to everyone who speaks German lives in Germany Gelstalten Gestalten, yeah. Right. Means, um, this, well, it's, it's a kind of designing, but there's a slight difference in, in the German meaning of Gestalten because there's creating in it, there is designing in it. Um, yeah, so it's a, a, a uh, how say that, um, a bigger word or a word for a lot more than just designing. Yes, yeah. And I suppose um, that almost in a way then encompasses that your other obsession um, is is this interest in minim minimalism and yeah. an abstract. So um, when you, with your work and with your photography, some of the images I've seen, definitely you can see that. Is that something that you're you're very keen to do in, in all your photographs is to try and create some sort of abstract um or is that just one of those elements of, of what you're doing? I would say it's rather one of those elements because I don't think every photo or every image um, is, is um, mm. um, I'll say that, uh, it fits in that. You know, you cannot yes. use every picture to and, and make an abstract thing out of it. Uh, so 
again, here I go with the intuition a lot of time, like for example, there's, um, I love water and take, uh, taking pictures of water, if it's a puddle or if it's the ocean or whatever. And I have a couple of pictures of uh, puddles, um, which then I edited into an abstract. So, and this is a, 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 um, a raw image that really works in that way, you know, but others, like if you take a picture of, of a, a landscape that is very complex, it gets hard to, to make an abstract out of it. And yeah. it might be over overdosed. Yes, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Um, I mean, some of the photographs that I'm looking at um, on your website um, that you have under the, your sort of minimalism heading, and the abstract sort of element to them are very, very striking. Um, and I think uh, also um, you've got uh, images that you've taken, I'm presuming from when you've been on the trains, um, which are, are sort of the, the more landscape shots, which have that almost, they, they, they have a, a real painterly quality to yeah. them. So yeah, it's really, it's really lovely to sort of see the, the, the contrast in what you're creating you're not putting yourself in one box or another which is a <laughs> yeah which, which, which sometimes seems to be a problem I mean I'm uh, um, at, uh, attending the word attending uh, in contests I mean yeah yeah so um, that's what I do quite a lot and a lot of times I get the feeling uh, that they prefer um, that an artist is kind of focused on a certain uh, topic, you know, that it's yes. not like he's uh, interested in that and that and that and that, but rather do like, for example, only landscapes or only minim minimalism and so on. And um, I can definitely see um, and understand, uh, understand that. Um, yes, I do think sometimes um, perhaps people overall have a tendency to, to sort of want to put people in a compartment. Yeah. It's, it's along the lines of where maybe someone ask so so what do you do for work and if you do more than one job they they may not yeah. oh okay <laughs> exactly that's what i experienced too yes yeah yeah and i will just go back to your trains i, I have to say i have a shared passion for trains um i actually <laughs> many years ago went um into railing uh, around europe and um it was a fantastic experience yeah, it slows you down i mean uh, if, uh, i went uh, from frankfurt to vienna in two, 2018 and it took about six hours to get there um mm -hmm. but it's just you know it's, it's such a lovely time to sit you can watch uh, you can get up and walk around, you know, and it, there's no rush in it. And um, that's, this is what I really like about train rides. And of course, you know, then you can take a lot of pictures all the time. Yes. Yeah. When you're actually on the train taking photographs, do you ever get um, other passengers wanting to know what you're you're doing? Or, or are you um, sort of, is it very much your own world while you're there? Well, I think most of the time they 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 don't say anything, but sometimes they they say so. So what are you taking pictures of? Moving, <laughs> yeah. um, and then I show them, and they say, oh, oh, that's so interesting, you know, because they never thought about taking a picture during a train ride while it's moving. Of yeah, course. yeah. So, but, but most of the time, I'm I'm just for myself, and they. Um, 
so um, we've mentioned it, or I've mentioned it a couple of times now. Um, you've you've um, sent me some information about a project that I think you've been working on for about four years now. Um, do tell me if, if, if that's wrong. And that's the, the one that um, translates as, I believe, the garbage dump. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's really sort of been inspired, I um, I think, from when you used to take walks in the in the woods when you were a child. Um, what can you tell me about the inspiration for actually taking these photographs of, I guess, um, discarded litter? Uh, what do you mean, discarded litter? Uh, uh, thrown away rubbish. Oh, okay, yeah. Garbage. Um, well, it kind of came out of being annoyed. <laughs> you know, like I said, when I, I mean, I, I went to, I, I used to go into nature when I was a child because my brothers would take me with him, with them. They're much older than me. And we always had dogs in the family. So we went for long walks and stuff. And, and I remember, um, well, first of all, I remember that my parents and everybody who was an adult at that time would tell kids not to throw their stuff in on the on the ground on the street or in the forest or wherever. So it was normal for me to to take it home or to pick it up and put it in a, a bin or something. Mm. Uh, and I think and I had two dogs, like I said before, um, and went for long walks with them. And I think I could kind of observe or watch over the years that it got worse again so mm. people keep throwing stuff uh, out of their car window whatever uh, more and more and I don't know I can't I mean I cannot remember the day when this happened the first time but I, I know I was for a walk and then I just got so annoyed about that and I thought, okay, I, I have to take a picture of that. But then I thought, yeah, well, I don't want to take a documentary picture of it because I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Um, and I, well, I, like I did or I do with every photo, I edited it. And, um, and then I realized when I, I put it at that time, I just put the pictures on Instagram and sometimes on Facebook. And people um, reacted to that and they said, oh, this, this looks interesting or this looks nice and this is beautiful. So I started, you know, just taking a picture of anything that I found in the forest. And I mean, you find, you find a whole lot. I found an umbrella and <laughs> you find the bottles. And I mean, I, I, so, I mean, this is really ridiculous sometimes what you can find uh, mm. in the forest, you know, so. And it, yeah, that is, it's such a shame, isn't it, to think yeah. that someone has just um, thrown it away with no thought um, about what will happen. Uh, yeah. You know, where that, where that little one might end up, if it could enter the, you know, rivers, if wildlife could be um, maimed by, by the litter or people, you know, who, who are visiting or in those um, outdoor spaces. Now, with a lot of your the images for this uh, project, um, they they you have very vivid colours. Yeah. That, yeah. Is that something that you've you've sort of developed over time, or have you done that almost from the get go? This sort of very um, 
contrasty um some of them are, are very bright and but sort of almost how can i say how can i say this almost some of them have almost a um a filmic feel about them they could be a still from a film yeah yeah I, I mean, I know I do that, and I did that from the beginning. I, I have obviously I have a strong um, interest in contrasts. I like strong colors, um, strong shapes, and everything. And um, somebody, I think it was on Instagram, said, "Well, so you prefer a contrast?" And then that's obviously what it is, you know. But I could not tell you why it is that way. <laughs> I always go back to that. Sometimes I. I tried to to uh, you know use more um, pastel. Is that is that a word? Pastel, pastel uh, colors. And oh. some more, sorry. More pastel colors. Oh yeah, pastel. Yeah, pastel. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, this time is my pronunciation bad. <laughs> oh no no no! It's so much better than my non-existent German. So please don't apologize. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I tried a couple times to to edit the pictures more in that tones, but yeah, sometimes it works, but mostly I come back to a strong contrast and strong colors. So, but don't ask me why it is like that. I, I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, you can see that you, you're very much drawn drawn to it, and it, you know it does it does work. They, there's some really powerful images there. I'm. I, uh, there's one that I personally really quite well there's two that I, I, I've been looking at that I really do like and there's one which perhaps isn't in the in, in the forest I'm not sure but it's um it's got very red bristles an old brush it looks like has been thrown away okay is it is it a red brush and yes, uh, yes this, this I took on the street here in in the village I live in and it was just a red brush uh, lying on the street and on the, on the sidewalk mm. <laughs> so, yeah it's a, I, I really like that one and the other one I'm quite drawn to is the one where you have um well I mean there are a few but the one with the the thrown away doll who's oh um, yeah <laughs> yes I remember that one. I, uh, I I was in the car um, driving to the next um, little town here to go uh, get some groceries, and I saw this doll lying on the street, and I thought, "Oh my gosh, I have to take a picture!" <laughs> and I almost, you know, stopped immediately and tried tried to find a place where I could leave the car and yeah. ran over the street and sat down and took the picture, and the people drove by like, "Oh my God, what's she doing?" You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, it definitely, yeah. it definitely works, and and I I imagine it like you say when people look at it, they will they will comment or it will have some some sort of reaction. Do you do you find um how are you mainly sharing your work then? Is it on your website and your social media? Is that yes, or... really yeah mainly. I mean, uh, I started on Instagram and then, of course, Facebook, and I uh, put up my, my website and everything. Um, and somebody said last year, because I uh, make calendars every year with mostly landscape stuff and stuff that works for people. But somebody said, well, you should uh, make a calendar <laughs> with, the, with the garbage stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think I will do that for next year. Um, 
yeah, but so that's why I mainly share the stuff. And not everybody likes garbage as a as a motive, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it would always work as a really good reminder to to everyone every time they turn over that the calendar, even if they um, towards the end of the month had started to forget about it, it would certainly yeah, yeah keep keep it in the forefront i think of people's minds about sort of um looking after the environment and the and sort of being mindful of what they're throwing away so uh, yeah i think it'd be a really interesting calendar to do and um yeah i hope you i hope you do i do hope you go on and and do that and um, now we we've, we've had a, a little sort of uh couple of comments about um language uh, my my you know not able to speak a, a, another language and, and you're able to speak English and German I don't know if you can speak any others um, but language I think is quite important to you as well so how do you sort of make language work through your visual art? Um, well you're right language is very important to me um, and well, for one thing I, I give the picture as a title because it's easier for me to remember them um, and I can say okay there is then that picture and you know I already I uh, immediately have a, a picture in my mind yeah what it is um, but concerning um, finding a title for picture it's I sit there and look at it and I think, so what comes up to my mind? Like, for example, um, I have one photo, I think I sent it to you too, uh, where a big, it's, it's black and white and a big balloon is on the, on the street. And I took the picture, so it kind of uh, fills out the whole street and it's called uh, Verstopfung, which is uh, constipation in English. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I don't know. It just came up to my mind. I thought oh, this is a, cool, a title that fits the whole thing. Yeah. And so yeah, okay. So I put it, put the title to the picture. So yeah. So you're using sort of language that that sort of I guess is maybe coming up with a title for a photograph in in one way. Um, perhaps it's almost the same as naming choosing a name for a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but the, the thing is, with a baby, you don't you you already know what it uh, you know what it looks like when it comes out. But I think it's it's hard to imagine what it looks like later on when it's uh, an adult. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I do like because you do actually with your titles as well. You you can use. Um, I think you sort of you you can either choose something serious or you can choose something with humor yeah um, what do you find tends to work when people are looking at the images then is there do you, do you have you noticed are people drawn to work that have that have where you give um unusual or, or funny titles or are they drawn or is there just no no noticeable difference no, there's a, there's a big difference. I mean, just a guy today because I had this this picture for Stockholm constipation. I had that in a contest and uh, was um, um, in the what do you call it in English? No, it's not beneath. It's uh, in in the winners. Uh, oh gosh, what's the word for that? Uh, in the selection. So, oh my God. <laughs> 
Um, so they had three winners, and I'm one 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 of them with with a with this photo. And oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, and I posted it on Facebook, and a friend of mine wrote, um, well, if I have constipation, I don't get a prize for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so mostly they rely to the funny stuff. But um, what they say often is that they can rely to the titles. And I'm not, a, I'm not very much into finding a title that has nothing to do with a picture or people mm. cannot even you know imagine what I mean I mean sometimes it happens but very seldom most of the time they immediately can find a connection you know yes. between the photo and the, the title yeah. yeah and I think it's important somehow because um I mean we are so much um focused on, on language and, and mm. our whole interaction is uh depending on on language so i think it's important to find a good title for a picture so you remember better i mean i do you know i remember yeah. my pictures better um so i can imagine that somebody else looking at it is the same thing and often they come and they start thinking about it because of the title they look at the picture i have one for example that's also a balloon it's a yellow balloon but when when it's all flat there's no air in it yes and it's uh, lying in the um, in the sidewalk in the water. It, it it had rained before. It was all wet and everything. It looks a little bit sad. And yeah. I called it uh, death of a rubber duck. Yes. So so yeah. <laughs> they look at it and think like death of a rubber duck. Oh yeah, yeah. And they remember what rubber ducks look like. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I really love that photo. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Yeah, it does look like a very forlorn and um, a, a very um, deflated rubber duck. <laughs> yes, that's the word for it. Thank you. So with your sort of thinking about the work, the, the images that you take that relate to nature, um, I think you also sort of create work that um, sort of flowers and animals and obviously the landscape images as well that you've taken uh, photographs of. But with the garbage one, that's sort of the one that um, I guess is, is, is sort of saying the most about um, an impact on, on the environment and the fact that when you're dropping litter, I mean, other than the fact it's not very nice, it can have a, um, other uh, negative impacts on, on uh, the environment. What, what do you actually feel your photography can do to raise the profile of an environmental issue such as littering and dropping garbage on the floor? Well, I guess um, if I was like, for example, one of the conditions, um, it probably would have a big impact because they're known, you know, and if somebody is, who is really well known, um, it's much easier to have an impact in a, in a certain way. I mean, who knows me, you know what I mean? So um, it's probably hard to have an impact um, just with those, with this little project. But on the other side, um, I realized that many times when people look at my photos and, and you know, realize that it's garbage, um, they come up and say, oh, 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, people throw stuff in, in, in nature and everywhere and it's getting worse and we really should do something about it. Or them, some, some of them do something, you know, they, like uh, collecting garbage is, is uh, going for, for running, I mean, jogging and everything. And then collecting the, the litter is uh, a new, it's not modern, but it's, it's in, you know. Yes. So, um, so there's people who do something about it and they say, oh, yeah, yeah, I collect litter when I go outside and bring it back home and throw it away. And others come up and say, yeah, I realized it's getting worse and everything, but um, I don't, I'm not sure if they really get active, but maybe they just get aware of it. So yeah. you never know what comes out in the end. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think even if it doesn't have an instant um, action, um, if it plants a seed, um, exactly. yeah, yeah, and people start to think about um, their own actions a little bit more, um, or if it inspires them to, to, to you know, um, go out and do a, a local litter pick, then all, all, all good. Um, well, I know that you've actually, with some of your work, you just mentioned then that your um, image as um, uh, your constipation image is a, <laughs> <laughs> has been um, chosen um, mm -hmm. and selected. And as a, what what else? What other work have you got? Because I think you've got some work. Um, do please correct me if I'm wrong. You're in. You've got work that's going to be on showing Canada, um, Athens. Um, gosh, you're quite quite a few places. Um, so yeah, where where are where are you showing your work? What shows have you been selected for? Well, um, there were some in, like I said before, in, in, in Athens, I had a couple. Uh, but they're not all from from this project. I mean, from the Mülldeponie, um, from you know all kind of photos. I, the the one with the red brush was in in one contest once and uh, was selected and was shown there. Um, but then also in in London, uh, in Rome lately, um, and right now I have a. a exhibition here close by in a little town called Büdingen. Um, that was the, the topic was status or summer. Um, yeah. But we were not, I mean, the, it, it wasn't, the point was not that we had to find pictures that fit the, the topic, but I thought, well, if it's the topic, I, I tried to find some pictures that, you know, somehow fit in that. Yeah. Um, and that's what I did. And um, it started on the 3rd of July and goes to the 10th of October. Fantastic. Yeah, it's the first one in Germany, actually. It's really funny because the first one I had was in, in Hillsburg, uh, California, where one of my brothers lives. And um, he has a, a leather store. And I, when I came over, I think it was in 2018, I asked him, you know, couldn't, could we do, do a little exhibition at your store? And he said, oh, yeah, we can do that. I have oh, you. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I, I started there, I had a couple of uh, exhibitions in California and then, you know, everywhere in the world, uh, in Europe, not in the world, but in Europe. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. And there's there's some on your, your website that you've shared. Um, and I know that you've, you've had some work in, in um, 
blank wall gallery and I'm, I'm looking at one of them now which um, is called Always Gone and it is making me laugh a little bit because it is um, it almost it almost yeah. looks like it's the end of the loo roll in the in the, it's, a, it's a great image it really is it's just shades of white different you know and yeah so I really going back to what you were saying about sort of um the the link between the image and the title it it's um it doesn't have to be you know really specific but it definitely does does add that an added element to it i think um so yeah that's a, a really great a great <coughs> photograph there you've got other other sort of images as well i think um that you've done um some some of the work in in athens um that was selected for the black and white contest mm -hmm. um, and those are, are really really striking you've got sort of uh, three images there um which is sort of an old car and um a mountain top mm -hmm. and then it looks like to me a tree in front of a, a, a very large building but the building might have scaffolding I, i'm not sure if that's just my eyesight but yeah, that that's the sort of a different thing because most of your images are very have that strong colour, but you've gone black and white there. Um, is black and white something you 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 were drawn you're drawn to or you actually like working in? Yeah, very much. Um, but I just think that not everything works in black and white. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes, like the one with the car uh, with this old car. Um, I got the same, I took the same picture in colors and then, you know, changed it to black and white. And I really like it in color too, but it has a totally different atmosphere in black and white. It, it looks more like those, four, those uh, movies from the 40s. Yes. And um, yeah, so sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But as I said before, I never know. If it works or not, I try, and then sometimes I give up because I think, okay, this doesn't work at all. Yeah. <laughs> with the like with with the mountain top in the middle, it's also I also have it in color, so mm. both work. Um, and the one on the right with the tree in front of the the building, uh, that one I think only works in in black and white. Uh, so um, yeah. I like. I like working, I like editing the pictures into black and white, but it, like I said before, it, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And I never know why it works sometimes and why not. So, <laughs> No, definitely. Sometimes I think sort of almost stripping away the color can, can bring out a completely, um, yeah, a, a different sense um, in the image, a, a different yeah. sort of feeling within the image. And um definitely with the one that you've spoken about with the car in you you certainly get i was sort of thinking 40s 50s america almost um yeah yeah it has that sort of uh, uh feel to it for me um so if people want to see your work then susa where where can they find find you obviously your website your social media what are the links for them to to find you and, and have a look at your work uh well right now i'm working on my my shop that um will be suicide uh, suicide <laughs> for uh, shop but but i will put that i mean right now i have this uh button on my side on my website my normal website 
Um, when you click on it, you will get to my shop. Um, but otherwise, of course, this website you were talking about, the susasolero.com, and then of course Facebook is the same Susa site. So S U S A apostrophe, is that right? Yeah. S and then site. Um, and Instagram is the same name. So and otherwise, uh, right now, come to booting into my exhibition. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That would be fantastic. Well, I will make sure, Susa, that all of your um, links um, for people are part of the podcast. So hopefully um, people listening in will will, will head over and, and have a look at your, your work. Um, I just want to say that I've had a, a really lovely chat with you, learning about what you're doing and, and sort of a what what inspires you um and um really lovely to, to sort of hear you know that you're creating images as well using your smartphone really really pleased to chat to you and learn a little bit more about that thank you very much the pleasure is on my side thank you Susie. it's been good to chat thank you Josie. very uh, it was a pleasure What a really lovely chat with Sousa. She has a wonderful eye for an image and I hope you do head on over to her website and social media channels to, to take a look. You can find her at SousaSolero.com at Sousa's site on Instagram and on Facebook. I will put those details in the text of the podcast too. Um, and don't forget if you'd like to get in touch and talk about your photography and how it relates to environmental matters or how you work in an eco-conscious way, please do. You can find me via josiepurcellphotography.com. See you next time.